Hello and welcome to the Rebel Soul podcast, where we discuss integration of body, mind, spirit, and how to show up in authentic alignment with our true selves. I'm your host, spiritual and energy coach, Suzanne Venus, and I want to welcome you to this space. Today, I wanted to have a conversation about mental toughness. Uh, Before I do so, at the very end of this podcast, I actually go through, um, you know, some ways in which you can activate or some habits in which you can strengthen mental toughness. Um, As I went through kind of going through these seven habits or things that you can do to activate the mental toughness, I recognize that so many of these I speak to and address in my eight week soul path coaching. So there are no sponsors to this podcast that you get to consume for free. However, I will plug away as I see fit and I see fit the work that I do. I know that it is changing and impacting lives. And just to let you know that the soul path is an eight week program where we are going through in the first month and kind of deconditioning um, some of the things that are limiting us so that we can move forward and show up as our aligned, passionate, purposeful selves that we are meant to show up here and be. And it is a very deliberate process. It channeled through me the way in which it needed to be presented at the end of January. And I'm halfway through my first group of coaching clients right now. And it's so interesting to me that the outcomes are all going to be different. The fact that I have, you know, the structure for this eight-week program is very deliberate in each concept that we're going through week to week. However, it has been tailored to each individual that I'm working with and so uniquely in tune and intuitive to them. Um, This eight-week program, you get to meet with me once a week over the duration of eight weeks. You have homework to do. You have um, accountability of me kicking you in the butt and getting the information um, to me. And I'm holding you accountable to that. And, you know, it is what you make it. Those meetings can be virtual or in-person or a combination of the two if you live in close proximity to me. And if you live somewhere across the other side of the country, planet, globe, no need to worry, energy travels, and you can work with me from wherever you are. I am opening registration for my May clients right now at the time of publication, as I only take a limited number of clients at once. Uh, Registration, I do require a deposit, but we can move through uh, payment plans if you are unable to pay the full amount upon booking. So well worth it so far. And now, I would like to get to this mental toughness. The reason this came out is um, I've I've talked about my daughter before and she is in sport. She is in uh, hockey as well as fastball. Those are her two sports of choice. Um, We are finished our regular hockey season and um, she did some trying out and was able to make the team for the Junior Pandas, which is our University of Alberta affiliate team for her age group. And she's incredibly excited to be um, playing spring hockey with this team. We have three weeks of training, weekends, sorry, of training camp coming up um, that is out of town. It's eight hour days on Saturday and Sunday, starting next weekend. This is at the time of recording. And during the 
those eight hours, they go through on ice training. Um, they're watching videos of drills um, and talking about theory of sport. They're working with sports psychologists that work at the university. They're working with agents who talk about um, you know, women in sport and the process in which to get picked up on other teams and what they're looking for. Um, we, they also get the opportunity to work with fitness coach as well as nutritionists, um, which is just such an incredible opportunity. We feel really blessed that our daughter at 10 years old, turning 11 this summer, has the opportunity to work through this and um, us as parents throughout the training camp, we can watch any of or be involved in any of these sessions, which is phenomenal as well. When I was in university, um, I did my education degree and my major was, um, was phys ed. I mean, I'm such a physical person, it's no surprise um, that phys ed was my, my specialty teaching area. And the classes that I truly loved the most were all of the sports psychology classes that I took in university. And so it's no surprise to me that, you know, as my daughter's going through this, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, it's been 20, I don't even want to say how many years, but 20 some years since I've been in university. And those concepts are not fresh in my mind. I am so kind of consumed or interested in the way in which the brain works. Um, as well as part of what I do integrally, it's body, mind, and spirit, folks. Like those of you listening, it's not just one or the other. They're all interplaying on, on one another. And, you know, watching my daughter and the struggles that she's had this year, I recognize it's all psychological. And so, you know, I want to be the best support and have the same language that she's learning through this program and the psychology courses that she gets to be a part of as her parent to best support her um, in her sports career, whatever that happens to be moving forward. And so, you know, to me, it was really interesting. We have this series of videos that she has to watch before training camp begins next weekend. Uh, for the sports psychology session, and it's all on mental toughness in sport. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation because as I was sitting and listening to all of these videos and watching these videos with her so we can have this common language, it all talked about mental toughness. And the definition of mental toughness is our natural or developed psychological edge that enables us to cope better than our opponents. It talks about our resiliency or stick with itness. So to me, I'm going to record so that I can put on social media. So pausing here, recording with my other device. Sorry, folks. To me, mental toughness is in essence grit. And according to Angela Duckworth, grit is the passion and perseverance for long-term goals that combines resilience, ambition, and self-control. Now, why is this important? Well, I was talking with a client of mine not long ago who said they had hired, you know, this assistant um, at work. And this assistant, you know, had to work with high pressure. She fit all of the criteria, came in, she's really young, young 20s, fit everything on paper, interviewed, did really well, got there. And with the pressure, she was so worried about failing that 
she couldn't handle the pressure and she froze and she quit. Uh, she made herself sick. And what I recognize at the end of my teaching career, now I want to preface this that I was teaching from 2015 till about 2020, 21, uh, a couple of years uh, off when I was ill, but otherwise the, those were the years that I was um, teaching. What I noticed more and more was a group of students and children who have everything. And often this happened because their parents grew up struggling in whatever way. And their parents did not have everything. And so, you know, what happens with this group of parents is now they're making a lot of money. Things come easily to them. They have a lot of success and they had a lot of struggle and they don't want their kids to have that struggle. So what do they do? They give their kids everything. But in doing so, in giving their kids everything, the kids expect everything to be handed over and given to them. Struggle has been taken completely out of the equation. Things being hard and challenging don't happen. And so when they do, they don't have the grit or resilience to actually persevere and move through. One of the reasons that I love sport for my daughter is that I will recognize she's in a position where if she wants something, essentially she, she gets it. She has to work for it or earn it. But in sport, nothing is guaranteed or given. She has to work her ass off for it every single time. Her position on each team is not guaranteed just because of anything. She has to work just as hard to prove her worth, to show that she can persevere. She struggled through, you know, different parts of this last season in hockey where she got severely in her head that she was you know, debilitating herself and moments that we had to work and talk through some ways in which I, I hope that I helped her in some ways. I really feel that I didn't. Um, and so I'm learning as a parent too. It's always harder when it's, you know, your own people, but with this group of people who, who have no resilience, no stick with itness, things get tough and they fuck off <laughs> instead of recognizing that life is full of struggles, that we need to persevere through this. And so what, as I was listening to all of these videos and watching these videos with my daughter in preparation for her sports psychology class at, classes, there was a general theme that was coming up that successful athletes use, according to this one sports psychologist who works with high-level athletes all the time, whether college athletes or pro athletes. And he had said that the biggest thing is that you need to have the ability to, yes, have your goals and outcomes that you want and those are what you are focused on in your practice but in the performance it's to be present to the moment drown out any distractions he says drown out your coach that's yelling at you for whatever reason drown out your teammates who are complaining about this that or the other drown out the fact that you have shitty reps drown out the people in the stands and focus on you what you're doing and being present in the moment, which requires you to be mindful because you allow the distraction, you train your brain to allow this distraction to come because fuck if it won't, it always does. Anyone who is sitting in meditation says, I can't do meditation because the thoughts come. Of course they do. Notice them and then come back to the focus point. 
right? And that's what he says good athletes do is that there's distractions and then they come back to the focus point. It also requires being incredibly in your body. You can't perform and do a sport well if you are not in your body. You can't perform and be a human well if you're not in your body. I talk about embodiment practices all the time. I have, you know, previous podcasts where I talk about how to become more embodied. And so it's really being present and staying in the moment. And I had this light bulb moment that everything that he was talking about is everything that I coach my clients through, whether they are laying on my table and I'm guiding them through hypnosis, whether they're laying on my table and I'm getting information from a past life, whether I am channeling intuitive guidance, whether I'm guiding them through emotional trauma, whatever it happens to be. It's going back and teaching them the core principles of how to be present with themselves, how to act. That's the tools that I give every single fucking day. And what I really work through in the eight week program to the nth degree. So what does that even mean? Where do we go from here? Well, we develop habits to create mental toughness. And I've gone through and highlighted seven habits of people who show that they have a lot of mental toughness. That is that they can persevere in times of adversity. That when they get knocked down, they stand the fuck back up. That they recognize that part of success is failure. Part of success is that we can find the lessons in the struggle. And so this is, these are seven habits that highly successful people who have mental toughness or grit possess. Number one, you act as if your success is in your control. And it is. This is part of manifestation. This is part of seeing and acting as if what you want, what you're trying to bring into fruition has already happened. You put the effort into making things happen instead of worrying about whether they will happen or not. These are the people that take action. Is this a strength of yours? If it's not a strength of yours, it's because you have limiting beliefs, lack, or something else that is blocking you. People who have mental toughness take fucking action. They don't sit and worry and worry and worry. It's okay to worry a little bit. It's normal. It's natural. But if you sit there and it blocks your ability to actually take the steps to move forward, then that needs to shift. There's more work to be done. Number two, you put aside things that you have no ability to impact. I've been talking lately with clients about your energy being this pie. And with that energy being your pie, there's only so much, right? Let's say you've got this whole pie and if you spend half of it worrying about things that you can't control, half of your energy is gone already. Now you only have half that pie to put where you want it to, where you want that energy to go to in creating the life that you want, in taking action, being time with family, working on your business, whatever it happens to be, everybody's pie is different in its makeup and where the focus and intention and energy wants to go. But if we are worrying about 
so much of what has happened or what story we're telling ourselves that we think may happen, then we're stuck with a limited amount of pie to work with. Energy can't be created or destroyed. It just is. But if we have locked it up in stuff that we have no ability to change or impact, then we're wasting it. Do what you can do with your energy and decide where you want to spend it. Number three, see past. See your past as valuable training and nothing more. So often we get hung up on our mistakes. And I'm going to use mistakes in quotation marks. We get hung up on our mistakes. They let us, we let them consume us, define us. We relive those mistakes over and over and over. There's only two things happening. You're either learning or growing. That's it, period. You're learning or growing. These mistakes are learning opportunities. People who have trouble in grit, in resiliency, get hung up in these mistakes. They cannot move from them. They cannot see the lessons in them. They don't move forward from them. Your mistakes and the mistakes of others are there as learning opportunities. That's it. Number four, celebrate the success of others. I've been sitting with this this past week, actually, celebrating the success of others and how interesting it is that the people that you would think are there to help celebrate your success or the success of others aren't able to. And I was reflecting on why it is that they can't. We're stuck in comparison. If you cannot celebrate the success of others, you are defining your worth in comparison to others, which means that you see yourself in lack. The success of someone else has zero to do with you, zero. And the more we can see and celebrate the success of others, the more we can recognize that we have that success within ourselves. Your inability to celebrate the success and the goodness of others is a direct correlation to your lack of self-worth, period, end of story. There is no other thing to say about it. So if you have been successful in something and others are not able to be there in support of you, do not take it personally. It has everything to do with them, nothing to do with you. Yes, it would be amazing if those that you loved and cared about could be there in support of you. But truthfully, if you sit there and I want you to ask yourself, hmm, do I say, way to go, good job, when I see that other people are winning at certain aspects of their life? Because fuck, now I know it's taking grit and perseverance because not a damn thing comes just easy peasy. There's lot, way more behind the scenes that happens to make things happen. Or do I see that as a threat somehow to myself? And if so, how do I really truly feel about myself? I bet your worthiness is sitting pretty low. So how do you work on, how do you work on it? You know, it's part of self-acceptance. It's literally the first half of the course that I teach the soul path. I can sign up and work with me. I'll navigate you through it. There's no easier way around it. You just got to go through. 
Celebrate other people's awesome and let it inspire you wherever you can. Number five, don't waste your time whining and complaining. Shit happens to everybody, literally. There is not a single person out here who doesn't have a struggle they have to navigate through. Some of us do it with more ease and grace than others. Some things are easier to navigate through than others. Give yourself a bit of time to wallow in it, to express it, to move through it. That is natural and healthy. But here's the thing. Words hold power. Thoughts hold power. So if we're sitting and ruminating and all we are thinking about is how shitty everything is, guess what it's doing to your energy? People who have a lot of mental toughness recognize that there will be struggle. Recognize that things will be hard. They also choose not to sit in it and wallow in it. They also choose to not sit with the people and change the dynamic when other people are stuck in their whining or complaining. It serves absolutely no purpose other than to bring your vibration down. Detach from those who consistently complain and cannot take the lessons from those opportunities. Yeah, things suck. There's lessons to learn and grow from. Number six, count your blessings, have gratitude. Quit comparing yourself to others and be grateful for what you do have, period. Start seeing the good in your life every day. Once you can focus on the good, it reminds you that there's more good to come. It becomes easier. Trust me on this. And the last one, be your fucking self. Just be yourself. No one else is you. And no one gives a shit about what you do or don't have. So people are drawn or repelled to you based on who you are. So be fucking you fully. Embrace it. Know who the fuck you are. Show up as that person every single day. It allows you to have a genuine relationship with yourself. And it allows you to genuinely connect with others. Again, we're the second half of this course that I divinely designed takes us. There you have it, my friends. Mental toughness, the ability to navigate through hard shit. We're all going to have hard shit. Can you move through with ease and grace or do you let it consume you? That's it for now. We'll talk soon.